welcome to Put a Cork in It, hosted by yours truly, Monica Toby, someone who has zero credibility in the podcast world, but is trying to make it big. This podcast is for talking about everything under the sun with my friends, relationships, eating, working out, and really anything else you can think of. Please come along for the adventure that will probably make you laugh and cringe the entire time. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two of Put a Cork in It, entitled, Is That Allowed? I am very excited to be back. I was not expecting the amount of encouragement that I got, to be honest. Um, And so I'm really thankful to everyone who listened. And I hope that this second episode isn't a huge disappointment. I'm just going to put my real feelings out there. I also wanted to put a little context into why it's called Put a Cork in It. So stick with me here, everyone. Um, The reason that I decided to give you know the podcast this title is I feel like there's a theme in my life of you know Monica you talk too much be quiet you know I was that little kid in middle school that always got in trouble for talking but nothing else and I just feel like it was a very empowering title you know I'm not gonna put a cork in it I'm just gonna speak just a bunch of random stuff with my friends and not apologize for it. So put a cork in it is kind of like an anti-metaphor, if you will. Like, I don't actually want to put a cork in it, but it's just, you know, grabs your attention. So if none of that made sense, let me know. But I think it made sense in my own head. So bringing it back around town, (laughs) we are here today with a good pal, I could even call her my best friend, um, Anna Spence, and this is going to be a very interesting episode, I think, because Anna and I usually don't talk formally like this, so Anna, welcome. Uh, Hello. (laughs) She's a little shy. During your introduction, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to, like, insert myself or if Mm -hmm. I was supposed to wait until you were done talking, so I just waited until you were done talking. Yeah, we probably should have talked about that before. Yeah, I feel like maybe the people need to know that there's absolutely no sort of rehearsal process no. for this podcast. It's very raw. Yeah. But I feel like that's kind of what's refreshing about it, don't you think? I feel refreshed, yeah. Great. So, like I did with Lance. First of all, shout out Lance for the last podcast. That was awesome. Um, so, I want to give everyone a little introduction to Anna if you don't know her. So, basically, Anna and I met freshman year. We lived across the hall from each other um, in the dorm room. Dodds Hall for those at Miami University. Dodds Hall for those at Miami. A scary dorm, for sure. <laughs> Uncleanly. Lots of mold. And friendship. <laughs> and <laughs> memories in the bathroom. So anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um, we've been reminiscing about how we became friends a lot recently. And I would say, to make it short and sweet, the story goes that Anna wasn't sure she wanted to be friends with me. And then decided she did. <laughs> and then started hanging out with the girls I was hanging out with more. And then I realized, oh, this girl's really cool. Even though you were very standoffish at the beginning. A shy freshman, I would say. Yeah. I mean, like Lance said, I was very out there as a freshman. So I would say that it would have been kind of probably a little intimidating to be my friend. Because I was coming off like I didn't need friends. But in the inside, I needed friends. Yeah, we all do. And the reality was I really needed a friend like Anna. Sorry to get savvy, but that's mm. how I feel. Mm. How's your Wendy's lemonade? Good. It's mostly water now. 
I kind of like it that way. Ooh. Okay. So, ever since then, that was kind of all she wrote freshman year to now. We have lived together. Three years. Three years. And we haven't killed each other yet. Not yet. Stay tuned. Yeah, still a month to go. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh-huh. So, anyway, that would be how we met, and we have lived together ever since. And Anna is going to be teaching the youth in Budapest, which, let me tell you something, Budapest is not in uh, Russia or Germany, which a lot of people think. Do it's, they? Um, By a lot. I, I thought it was in <laughs> Russia, and someone else told me they thought it was in Germany. Uh-oh. I had not heard those words. So that's kind of a lie. A lot of people, but it just made me feel better. Okay. But it's actually in Hungary. Yeah. So that's what Anna's next year looks like. Um, yeah, which is exciting. We've, yeah. we've also been getting a little sappy about that, but not now. We're, we're thinking about doing a goodbye episode, but we'll save that. Yeah. Now's not the time. Now's not the time. All right. We have strict business to get to. Yeah, so strict. Okay, <laughs> so basically I'm bringing Anna on to really, you know, solve the age-old question of, here it comes, folks. I told you that this was going to be a very, you know, <laughs> controversial episode, and it really is. So it's about, can women make the first move? Now, if you are a male listening to this, I feel like what you want to do right now is press pause Absolutely and not. close out of the app. But let me tell you something. It is important for you guys to listen to this as well because we will be incorporating some of our guy friends' opinions on this because we've had group convos with them. And so this will be incorporating all different um, views of this topic as um, a disclaimer. I love that you said that you brought me on here to solve this problem as if I single-handedly am going to eradicate this issue. Yeah. 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 I was just dwelling on that. (laughs) But continue. Well, don't you think that would be possible? Maybe. (laughs) If this podcast gets big enough, maybe. Hey. Tell your friends. (laughs) Hey, we're trying to get there. Um, Okay, so... Basically, Anna, I guess my first question would be, have you always been the type that would make the first move? Like, reflecting on your relationships up until this moment, like, when you first started to, like, date people to now, like, do you feel like you're in the same place mentally? Um... I don't know. Like, uh, high school you, would you have been making these moves? Money moves? No. Yeah. So I guess to preface is I I am one who would advocate for a woman making the mer- first move. I feel like the Merce move. <laughs> Shout out to all the Merces. Make <laughs> a move on a Merce. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's where I'm at now. Just right. for context. Is now I would say, yeah, girls can make the first move. In high school, I probably would have thought it was weirder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my viewpoint has probably changed the past, like, five years of my life. Yeah, totally. I would agree. I feel like I don't know a lot of girls at a high school age. That would be very gung-ho. But, hey, if you're in high school and you're listening to this and you do that, good for you. I mean, that's awesome. But, um... 
Okay, so what do you think, like, gave you the confidence to tell men your feelings first instead of waiting around for them to, you know, say their feelings first? I mean, I feel like maybe I should insert the crush theory in this right now, the three tiers. Are you going to? I think I am. It feels right. So I feel like what Anna... By Anna making the first move on men, she avoids the crush theory, which is tier one. It's kind of like a one-sided crush. Basically, you think the boy or you think the girl is cute. You know nothing about how they feel about you. Tier two. Um, The feelings are, you kind of are vibing with each other, but nothing's really happening. Like, you're not communicating on any form of social media or communicating other than when you see each other, maybe a little flirty encounter every once in a while dare I say a wink if you're that type of person (laughs) and then the eyebrow raise an eyebrow raise a shrug of the shoulder I don't really know what that is a brush of the hand (laughs) and a twist of the hips I don't know I just what kind of stuff are you doing a tier two all right. I was just trying to All right, shut it. I okay. need to finish. And then tier three is, whoa, tier three. <laughs> tier three is when you um, are, like, texting. You're not, like, it's kind of like the thing stage. And I'm putting that in parentheses. The thing stage where you're, like, talking every once in a while. You clearly both like each other, but you're not making any official moves to date or go on dates or whatever. So basically, I feel like that's kind of the progression of how things go. And then you kind of wait for the guy after tier three, you wait for the guy to be like, hey, do you want to go on a date? So that all being said, the crush theory, and I'm going to copy that, write that to Monica Toby. Thanks. Um, I feel like you avoid all that. Like, that would be my reasoning if I was bold enough to do this, um, to make the first move on a guy, I feel like that would be a good reasoning to be like, yeah, I'm going to do it so that I don't have to go through all these weird, are we a thing, are we not, does he like me, does he not? Like, you just put your feelings out there and it's there. But what would you say, like, your motivation was? Um, I mean, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. Um, <laughs> But <laughs> I feel you. like if it's like, you know, you think a guy's cute, you like a guy, you have a crush on him. Instead of just waiting around and playing all these games. Beating around the bush, some could say. Yeah. You just cut to the chase and say, hey, I'm into you. Maybe you have mutual feelings. If you do, then like, let's go on a date or something. If you don't have mutual feelings, that's okay. We can just keep being friends. Because also, I think you're a good friend. So. Okay. Basically. By making the first move, you just save yourself a lot of mental trouble. Yeah, no, I agree. Because when you wait around and you play all the games, the flirting and whatever, then in your head, you just continue to build up this idea of this crush. Totally. Whereas if, as the girl, instead of waiting around while you're doing all that, you just say, hey, here's the dealio, what do you think? Yeah. Then if he says, sorry, I'm actually not really into you, then you can just move on and you don't have to sit around and like make up all these scenarios in your head anymore. Do you feel me on the edge of my seat and need to reply to this? I think all of that is awesome, but I'm going to speak for 
the overanalyzers, the high emotional feelers that are listening. Sure. Because you are very good at not saying you're emotionless. Just want to make that disclaimer. But you are very good about seeing the facts, seeing the logic and situation. So you're able to say, you're able to rationalize, hey, if he says he's not into me, we'll just move on as friends. It's going to be fine. Me, though, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, putting myself out there, saying my feelings, and then him saying no is just so embarrassing because now he knows how I feel and he doesn't reciprocate and that's just so uncomfortable. So, like, what would your advice be to the people, a.k.a. me, who is, like, terrified of not necessarily rejection in its purest form, but Mm -hmm. more, like, them knowing how you feel and don't reciprocate? I guess I just feel uncomfortable with someone knowing that information and not wanting to do anything with it. Which I think is fair, and that's a valid fear that I also have experienced. You know, that would be the one thing that would hold me back. Right. It's like, obviously, there's usually, I mean, a 50-50 chance, I guess you could say, of them saying, yes, I reciprocate, or no, I do not reciprocate. Those would basically be the two answers. I don't know what the other answer would be. (laughs) Sorry, I'm an alien. I don't know. So... So, I forgot what I was saying. Um, no, I think you're right. That, f- that would be the fear that would hold me yeah. back because that's a real thing is them possibly not reciprocating. And, I mean, I guess you could kind of see it as slightly embarrassing, but also it's not true. Like, it's not a false rumor. Like, it's not like someone said, yeah. I saw Monica wear her underpants to class or something. Wow, can, that was a very <laughs> classic example. I, I haven't heard that since the 1800s. I, I couldn't think of a rumor. Sure. But, like, it's it's <clears throat> something that's true about yeah. you. It's not like someone said something false about you that now someone believes. Yeah, I guess, okay, I guess this is kind of like a twofold thing. I would hope that the guy that I am, like, telling that I'm interested in is mature enough to be able to handle the situation if he doesn't feel those feelings towards me and being like, hey, I don't, but let's still be friends. Like, it's not awkward. I feel fine if you feel fine. Mm -hmm. That, to me, is so reasonable, and I feel good about that. And also, the second thing would be, I hope that this guy isn't going to go tell everybody that we're both friends with. Yeah. And be like, listen to what Monica told me. She told me she was so into me, and I'm not. Isn't that funny? Like... I would hope that wouldn't be the case in terms of the quality of guy that I'm telling. Yeah, and I mean, I hope you're not attracted to that guy Yeah. anyways. This this might him. be a tagline of the podcast. I just want everyone to remember this, boys and girls. Anyone can have a dud. My friend Sam told me that, and it's so true. Anyone can have a dud. You know, you walk around, you could say to someone, hey, you're cute, and they'd be like, cool. But you, it is worth not having a dud you know wait around for that Mm. for that guy who's not going to tell everyone that you said you liked him I don't really know if that connects because hopefully he would like you back if he was the one but anyway um that's just a slogan to keep in mind everyone anyone can have a dud and you don't want to be anyone okay I think that was very eye-opening what I just said yes oh I think I think that it was good to say you know, it's good to calculate the costs. Yeah. And I think that's what separates the people who are going to initiate 
with the guy and the girls who are not because it's like is this fear is this fear going to hold me back or is this fear not going to I mean that's just kind of the bottom line yeah and I also think about my react what my reaction would be if a guy were to come to me and make the first move and be like hey I mean do you like say that one of my guy friends was like hey I like you and then I did not reciprocate feelings Mm -hmm. I would still like want to be friends with them and not like victimize them you know what I mean like I'm just we have a tendency to imagine other people reacting in, like, really unreasonable ways. But then if you put yourself in that situation, you're like, wait, I would never react like that. Why am I assuming that other people are going to, like... Oh, that's so true. Like, if if someone were to tell me that they liked me, I would not be, like, telling the whole world. Yeah. And being like, how embarrassing that they like me and I don't (laughs) reciprocate. But then we imagine other people doing that to us. I don't know if that was a clear line of thought. But like we no, ass- it was. We assign false feelings to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of like when you told me when I was, I said something to you about being worried about what people are going to think. And you were like, Monica, everyone else is too worried thinking about themselves. So you're fine. Yeah, exactly. And that has really stuck with me. We always assume people are way more worried about us than they actually are. People just worry about themselves. That's very true. Because think about how much you worry about yourself. Everyone else is doing the same oh, all thing. all the time, yeah. There you go, guys. Woo. The killer. I mean, honestly, this girl's a, um, it's not coming to me. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to say something, like, what's someone that's, like, wise? Um, a, you know, like, when you have a lot of theories, or theories. Theories? Like, a Like a professor? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. You, never mind. An academic, uh. Uh, no, like a legendary, per, like a. Like a phenom. <laughs> no. Ugh, it's going to bother me, but we can't Re- take a... Reply in the comment section no, below. No, Anna, we're not that kind. <laughs> um, If you know what I'm talking about, I wish you could speak up now and I could hear you. So that's really frustrating. A visionary. Oh, okay. That's what I meant. Okay. okay um, that was good. Okay, so here's question... Number two, I guess. But, um... I think we might be on, like, four or five by now. I'm maybe sure. ten. I'm unsure. <laughs> There's Again, guys, this is raw. There's no pad of paper. There's no schedule. I know. Okay? I'm really, I feel like you and Lance had a very structured discussion, and we're just kind of off the rails. So I'm curious as to whether people are going to appreciate this. Yeah. Or... Thank you for saying that on the air. I, I really feel like well, that's... Well, you know, I just wanted to acknowledge it. Yeah. So if you aren't listening at this point or you're about to turn it off, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Um, at least we are honest. I wouldn't say it was as structured. I think, I think I was more nervous. So I was feeling like I had to keep moving on to all these points, but I feel more confident round two. Oh my gosh, it's only the second episode. Don't get that confused with cocky. I just feel more (laughs) confident in my skills. Okay. Which are small. Okay. So here we go. Question number X, um, would be, what is your take on how a guy feels about a girl being assertive. Because I know for me, guys who are assertive is like one of the most attractive qualities. You know, when they're very clear, honest, straight to the point, tell you Mm -hmm. how they feel, no games. I'm like, yes, that is what I want. That's it. But is that how guys feel about girls? Well, (laughs) I mean, obviously this is all speculation because... Well, yeah, because you're not a guy. 
Just want to set the record straight. Um, so this is kind of an indirect way of answering your question. Oh, I really need to interrupt you for a second. Anna is also single. I'm sorry I didn't clarify that earlier. Okay, keep going. But remember, I'm moving to Hungary. So... So all you international (laughs) loves out there. So, yeah, okay. Um, (laughs) this is an indirect way of answering your question. Okay. Because I'm not 100% sure... Like, I don't feel like I can speak for all men. Obviously. I would hope not. <laughs> all right, we definitely just but, lost every male <laughs> listening. But in my opinion, say that I make the first move by telling a guy how I feel about him. Yeah. Which is, like, a harmless act. To some. And he... <laughs> to me, it's, like, really frightening. And if he reacts and is like, oh my gosh, she tried to make the first move, she's so assertive and dominant i don't want to be with her then like that just proves that that is a guy who i do not want to be with i'm not trying to be assertive and dominant i'm just trying to share how you feel i'm just telling you how i feel and trying to get the ball rolling yeah because there's no i feel like there's this like unspoken rule that like the guy is supposed to have the feelings first so then he makes the first move but like what if the girl has the feelings first is that like not allowed well, I've heard a lot of stories, and I mean, I actually mean a lot this time. I know back then I said a lot of people hungry, or I mean <laughs> Germany and Russia, and that was a lie, but this is true. Um, I feel like I've heard a lot of stories of the girl being like, talking about how her and her husband met, whatever, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, and I had liked him for X amount of time, and we're talking a long time, like months, mm-hmm. maybe even years. I know some people might have passed out. Get back in your chair and listen. (laughs) I did say years. And then they're like, and he dated other people. And then he finally asked me out. Or then he finally started flirting with me and I knew that he was into me. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't think I could do that. Wait around and like, you know, like someone from afar for so long and just wait for them to finally confess their feelings to you. Or never. Yeah. That feels like the opportune situation to be like, okay, I kind of foresee this not moving along. I don't foresee it being a no from him necessarily, but I don't foresee him really getting the ball rolling in your, you know, words. Uh Uh-huh. So maybe I'll just, I'll take one for the team. Yeah, just tell him you like him. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think if they have a very dramatic reaction to it, it's kind of like, okay. It's like, I don't want to be with you anyways. If yeah. If you're not going to let me ever voice my opinion or feelings. Yeah. Like, you have your, um, you kind of have your answer there. Like, you don't really care if they like you or not at that point. Yeah, exactly. Also, I would just like to let the listeners know that at the time that we're recording this, a thunderstorm is brewing outside. It was sunny a mere five minutes ago. And now the wind is gusting. Yeah. The sun has gone behind the clouds and... Welcome to Ohio. I can feel it coming. So does this mean that we should have like a weather segment? I feel like that would be dumb because this is never Because people would never be listening at the time that Correct. we're recording. But I just wanted to let them know. Yeah, I'm Wednesday, sure... Wednesday, April 15th at 4.15pm. Yep, yep. In Oxford, Ohio. Yeah. Eastern Standard Time. Um, I really like that you articulated that well in terms of wanting a guy who is comfortable with the girl being assertive. Yeah. 
I think there should be a balance of assertiveness. I think that's totally fine. I think in a relationship, you're going to have to be assertive about your feelings about whether they bothered you when they did something or that you really liked when they did something else. So you might, it's fine to be assertive from the get-go too. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think, again, this is easy to say, but I think when I'm put in the position to actually do, it just feels very, whoa. I I feel like, again, me, I'm feeling a little queasy right now thinking about doing that. And I, yeah. So what would be, what would be your advice to girls who have their eye on somebody who have debated making the first move Mm -hmm. and are just kind of unsure? Like they kind of need that final push. Um, I would say, gosh, I don't know what I would say different, like other than what. I have already said. Well, if you had to keep it, like, you have to cut it to a concise little tidbit of advice. Okay, so they're, like, maybe about to do it, and I just have to give them, like, one last yep. push. Um, you know, like, the massage on the shoulders right before the guy goes in the boxing match. Yeah. I would say that your worth is not in whether or not the guy says he likes you or not. Not to get, you know, a little gushy. Go but off, it, It's yeah. true. Like, you don't have to put your identity in that right. one interaction that you have. And what you're about to tell him is true. Yeah. You're telling him true feelings that you have. So, you know, just own it. Own who you are. Yeah. If they reciprocate, amazing. Let's see what happens. If he doesn't reciprocate... That's okay. That's okay. There are other fish in the sea. And the the reality is you're going to feel weird maybe for like... A tiny bit of time, and then it's going to be fine. Yeah, like, if it's someone that you're friends with, that you've developed feelings for, which I think is how it happens a lot. You, like, become friends with someone, hang out in groups. And yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, I think I might have feelings for him. It might be awkward for a little bit of time, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Maybe the next couple times that you hang out in a group, you, like, don't necessarily, like, stand next to each other or have, like, a one-on-one combo. Sure. Because you just need to, like... Yeah. Air it out a little bit. Get yeah, used yeah, yeah. to the fact that that conversation happened. But a- after a couple group hangouts, it'll be fine. Yeah. It really will. If I he's agree. If he's a decent guy, then he's not going to, like, hold it over your head for the yeah. rest of your life. Either way, it's going to show, you know, oh, he's awesome, we can still be friends. Or, oh, he's being really immature, it's probably good that we never even started anything. Yeah, Exactly. Wow, there's so much efficiency to making the first move. Like, whether you're the girl or the guy. Like, there is a lot of pros that comes with it. I think everyone's scared off by, you know, the overall courage you need and, like, the fear of failure and rejection. But I do feel like there are a lot of pros that come with it. Um, Yeah. And I feel like a lot of this applies to the guys, too. You know, like, I feel a lot of our guy friends have said, you know... It is hard being the one to always be expected to make the first move because that means you're facing, like, rejection more often. Mm -hmm. And that can be, like, kind of paralyzing. But I feel like this is really good for the boys, too, of, like, if a girl says no, if she's honestly a solid person, then you'll be fine. And she's not going to let it affect your friendship and you'll move on and be great. Yeah. And it's just, like, the rules apply for both sides, which I think is good. Yeah. I feel like our culture, I guess, 
but just like really hypes up guys to like yeah. make the first yeah, move. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you see in movies and stuff, dudes like getting around their bro and being like, yeah, like, like dab it up, man. You yeah. got it. Whereas we see. <laughs> I wish you guys just saw our like our motions. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, whereas like in movies and stuff, we see girls being like, just wait for him, he'll come. It's like actually like those things can apply to both people. I agree. Like, girlfriends can get around a girl and be like, yeah, go get him. Yeah, like I've done with you. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm the ultimate hype man, but here I am, all bark, no bite. I tell everyone that I would for sure, like, say my feelings first and never have. Yes, Anna. I would like to make a um, clarifying statement. Oh, sheesh. I am not saying that by a girl making the first move, she then is the dominant person in the relationship for the remainder of the relationship. Right. I... And that's a misconception among some of our guy friends, is they fear that if a girl makes the first move, then that means she's just gonna, you know, bulldoze you the rest of the relationship. But hey, guys make the first move, and we don't have that expectation of them. Yeah, I'm just saying someone needs to get the ball rolling, and I don't think it matters who does. Yeah, I Once agree. Once the ball is rolling, you can figure out in your relationship yeah. how to work out whatever power imbalance you have. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> that's for another day. No, I think that's good. I think we're just talking about the start. We're fine. Yeah, just confessing your feelings. Yeah. That's strictly. And I feel like you did a really good job of being practical, but also recognizing the fears that I brought up for my own personal <laughs> fears. Um and just kind of, like, laying out in a way that I feel like I could apply this. If there was someone on my radar, I'd be like, okay, maybe I could, you know? Like, I'm yeah. feeling very motivated right now. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, so I guess I want to end by – I had this creative question for you. Oh, my I gosh. I was just thinking about something that I wanted to propose to you on oh. Live Air. But you go first. So if you had to make the first move on your favorite celebrity, who would it be? And if they're married, it doesn't count for the podcast. Okay, so all of the celebrities that I have celebrity crushes on are married. That's why I said that disclaimer. Um. So now I have to think. Do you, I? You have. Do I know any celebrities who aren't married? No, but I know that you definitely would pick one that is, and that's okay. We're just gonna pretend like they're single for the podcast. Oh, so I can choose. Yeah, someone. yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 I would make the first move on Ben Rector. I knew it. Yeah. Totally your type. Musician. He's perfect. Lanky. Kind so of like kind, a hipster genuine. vibe. He's a type one on the Enneagram. Humorous. Um, humorous. Musical. Yeah. Probably sustainability is a thing that he wants to I think to make he cares him. about yeah. human rights. Yeah. So what was your popular okay, question? Okay. So I was just going to propose this. It just came to me. Yeah. For the people out there, I did not run this by Monica at all. Oh, boy. Um, no, it's good. Oh. So one podcast that I listen to, Yeah. at the end of every episode, they do something called Say Something Nice, where they okay. say something nice to one another. Yeah. And I kind of love it. And I feel like it'd be really fun, since you're having different friends on the show, then you and the friend oh. can like say something nice to one another at the end of the podcast. Okay. I was going to be honest. I was still exploring how I wanted to end every podcast, and I mm. love that idea. And then at the end of the episode, they, like, encourage the listeners to go say something nice to someone else. I love that. Maybe at the end of this one, we encourage people to make the first move. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wow. Okay, so how does this go? Okay, so 
I can start. Sure. So I'm going to say something nice to Monica. Thank you for prefacing. And <laughs> the nice thing that I am going to tell Monica. Monica? Yes. Oh, gosh. I should have thought of something. But that's okay. It won't be hard. <laughs> um, wow, thanks. Yeah. I love that you are very inquisitive all the time. I feel like this podcast is a... Um, tribute to that is that what you would yeah. say I don't know but you always ask a lot of people a lot of questions and it I think that it really helps you build relationships with people and you know a lot of things about a lot of people because you're constantly asking questions and trying to get to know them and like their viewpoints better wow thank you yeah I feel like that could be viewed as a negative thing and I'm glad that no, you like, don't view it that way no inquisitive in like a genuine yeah way, like really trying to get to know people wow that was so kind this is so say something t- nice. This is so tender. Um, I would say for Anna, I I would say if we're keeping the podcast as a theme, I'm really thankful that you never see my ideas and my creative outlets as stupid, but you always are very much taking the things I want to do seriously, and you don't always assume that I'm kidding. But you really try to listen to the stuff I want to do and the stuff I'm interested, whether I'm interested in it for a month or 24 hours. Mm. You just like really respect the things that I like, even if you can't relate. Like pop culture. You listen to me share facts about Justin Bieber all the time. And like you actually listen. Mm. So thanks for caring about what I care about. Yeah. Wow. So all you. Cool cats and kittens. All right. We encourage you to say something nice to someone. If you're alone, say something nice to yourself. Your cat. And, again, I am going to put it out there that you should make that first move. Quarantine. What do you have to lose? You're not going to see them in probably, like, another three months. I don't know. I'm shooting for longer, so then if it's shorter, I'll feel better. You know. With the quarantine length. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been awesome. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this with me. You can be on the lookout for the next episode next Friday. So we're going to be coming out with episodes every Friday from here on out. Again, thank you everybody for the support. Let me know any suggestions or requests that you have. Would love some topics and such. Um, The next person that we have on the podcast is going to be extremely lively. I don't even, to be honest, I'm a little afraid of having them on the podcast. So look out for that as a little teaser. And yeah, over and out.